my wrestling and in my doubts, in my failures, you won't walk. This is Radio Maria, and we have an extra special today about the group called Tear Fun and Big church day out which is next weekend well for those listening to the rebroadcast whatever it is going to be june 3rd and june 4th and it's here in england and you are invited to attend it's a music festival with loads of different performers including one of my favorites rend collective so Let's uh, let's see who we've got from Tear Fund here. We've got Ruth Tormey, who is head of church and supporter engagement at Tear Fund. Hello, Ruth. Hi, Helena. How are you doing this morning? Oh, I'm so excited. Just hearing the beginning of Wren Collective's My Lighthouse has already got me so excited uh, for the festival. And I keep getting updates on my Facebook page, listeners, uh, Check out all the social media uh, feeds, Big Church Day Out, and you'll see all the different uh, events, uh, performers, talks, all the different things that are happening next week, uh, June 3rd and 4th. But let's start, let's go back a bit further. Ruth, you're with Tear Fund, and Tear Fund is an important, is it the main presenter of Big Church Day Out? Are they the main uh how what is their connection um thanks helena tear fund has been the main partner for big church day out since 2009 when it first started it's been an absolute blessing to be in relationship with them and to watch it grow from 10,000 people to hopefully 35,000 this year I'm sorry, I was just drinking some water and listen, it's like a, a TV show where, oh, I just spit off, spit out all the, <laughs> the water. My goodness, such a big event. I come from a little place in America where we don't have such big, fe- well, not that I've attended. Maybe they have them now and I just don't know. This is also such a big event because we're waking up, we are reigniting from the pandemic now and we're excited to go and have this time together safely and uh selfishly safely and also cautiously it's not cautiously well it is cautiously but it'll be safe and in a good environment for families of all ages but let's keep talking about tier fund ruth what does tier fund do it's a lovely name tier, do they they, they what do they do um tier fund wow where do you start um so our main mission is to help churches around the world to be able to bless their communities, to be able to see them grow in um, different ways through uh, farming techniques, to putting in water pumps, to bring in peace and reconciliation. And we start through doing Bible studies, Bible studies with the church, so the church can see what they've got in their hand to see how they can help their community. And when they reach out into the community through uh, the love of Jesus, they're able to talk to people about who Jesus can be in their lives as well. And so Tear Fund's main mission is holistic. So it's bringing physical and spiritual restoration to people living in extreme poverty, but through the church. So is it is it all denominations of Christians? Is there a certain what kind of people churches do you do you work with? 
all types of churches, but we reach out to everybody of all faiths and none. So the church is there to serve the community, regardless of whether they have a faith in Jesus or not. Um, but the, the, the denominations that we work with is every type of denomination you can possibly imagine from um, Catholic churches, Anglican churches, Assemblies of God churches, uh, Lutheran, every, every type you can imagine. I guess they all have the same, uh, the, all church, all Christian churches have the same good news. We have the same gospels and we're all trying to make the world a, a holier place by doing the good and sharing the light of Jesus. Ah, I amen, love it. Amen. <laughs> Ruth, how did you first get involved in Tear Fund? Well, my church that I grew up in was very involved with Tear Fund. There was a couple of members of staff from Tear Fund actually attended my church and they'd go over to different countries. They'd bring back stories of how the church was transforming their communities. And it just set my heart on fire for for um, well, the gospel, the the response to Matthew 25 we have as Christians, you know, to when I was thirsty, when I was hungry, you know, what did you do for the least of these brothers and sisters of mine? And you were doing it for me. And I think I caught that, that, that vision from Tear Fund, listening to these stories in my church from, as a child. And it's always been um, on my heart to be able to join an organization like this, um, you know, and to invite people, you know, we can't all go overseas and serve. Not everyone can do that. Um, we all have a part to play. You know, the body is made up of lots of different parts, whether you're an accountant and you're bringing, you know, uh, your faith into your work environment there or, you know, or whether you're, you know, a solicitor or, uh, you know, or a policeman or whatever it is you might do or, you know, a cleaner working in Sainsbury's, you can take your faith into your workplace. So you all have a place to serve. But in, um, you know, the 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 world of of how do we reach out to those living in extreme poverty tearfin works in over 50 countries through through churches and church partners and christian partners and we're able to have this amazing mission to invite you whoever you are whatever you do to be able to serve the global poor and to be able to help them lift themselves out of poverty through the local church Oh, I love it. Now, you didn't share. There's an important part of your story that I found beautiful that you didn't share on air when you said when I asked, oh, how did you start with Tear Fund? But you were a certain you were like, were you 23? Were you 13? First time I remember being in church and listening about Tear Fund, I must have been about six years old. Oh, Um, I love that. And I just, I have, I just have this amazing memory of um, this guy coming, standing up at the front of church and sharing the testimonies of the church leaders he'd been working with, putting in water um, into their community, because that was what they'd asked for. And I think the thing that really struck me was wherever you are, you know what your local problems are. You know what needs doing. I, I live in, uh, on the Wirral and I uh, up in the northwest, and I, I know what my local problems are here. Um, you know, for people living in London, I, I don't, I don't know. You know what your greatest need is. So for the communities that I was listening to um, about in Uganda, they knew what their problems were, and they reached out and they just needed a helping hand to be able to get this water pump in, which meant that the children didn't have to walk six kilometres to 
to to go and fetch water, you know, for cooking, cleaning, um, feeding, you know, giving water to the animals. They were able to actually go to school, which meant the kids were getting an education. And then that, you know, that gives a future to the family and, you know, hope as well. And then seeing how the churches are growing as well. I remember him saying how because this water pump had been put in and the, the church had been, you know, envisaged to see how they could help their local community the church grown to the point that had to actually build a bigger church because so many people had wanted to come and be a part of this oh listeners this is so key on why it's so important to have people sharing their work bringing in groups into your parishes and sharing their stories because it can start from the age of six my five-year-old uh really got into kaffa the about the same not the same but a water issue as well he kept thinking we heard the story of the gentleman in ethiopia and how how far he had to walk each day to get water and that really implanted in his heart that we still pray for we still pray for that family here over and this is two years ago since we started praying for a little oh what was his name i don't remember his name but my son does i had to get sam to tell me again but it's beautiful and it l- ch- listeners We've got to get this fire, these encounters inside our parishes here. And then these lights that light up here will spread and will support people around the world. Because like Ruth said, not all of us can, some of us have to stay here as well and continue the good work here. But by our support and through supporters like Tear Fund, we can support people around the world. All right. Now. Ruth, oh my goodness, this big church day out. Ah, yes. What? What is it? When did it start? Give us the details. Well, the story of how Big Church Out started is absolutely awesome. So there's a band called Delirious, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard of. I love Delirious. I love Delirious too. I remember um, listening to their song Depot when it came on BBC Radio 1 when I was in in my early teens. And... um, I've followed the band. I've been to see them. They're fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Well, one of the band members is called Tim Jupp. And he had this vision for doing a Christian festival where we could bring the UK church together in um, an act of worship, just to give worship to God. And um, he had, you know, had a few conversations with a few people. And one of his friends said, oh, I've got a friend that's got this amazing place called Whiston House. Um, And he was like, oh, right, it'd be great to be introduced to him. So they had a conversation. And this is the best part. They had had dreams and visions about their land at this amazing property being covered in tents. Oh, for years and they had no idea what this meant they didn't know what they were going to do with this and then tim came and had this conversation about what it might look like to have a day of worship to god on their land and the question that was asked by by the guy that owns the house was will there be tents (laughs) and tim said if you'd like there to be tents, I'm sure we could arrange some tents. And he said, that's exactly what we've been waiting for. You're the answer to our prayers. That was back in 2008. The first festival was in 2009. And here we are after two years of pandemic, this will be, you know, the first time that it's happened that we're all together again. And that's the theme of Big Church Day Out this year, 
together again as we come together as the UK church to celebrate and worship God. Hallelujah. From denominations from across every church in the UK. You're all welcome, regardless of how old you are, whether you've got kids, so much going on for kids there, so much going on for grown-ups, just a chance for us all to be together again. And Tear Fund is bringing a campaign about refugees and migrants. Um, there are 83 million people displaced from their from their home or living as refugees. That's the equivalent, Helena, of the entirety of Germany. Oof. Do you imagine if every single person living in Germany left Germany and there was nobody living there at all? And live, they all move to other countries. That's how many people currently around the world are living as refugees or migrants. And so this year at Big Church Day Out, Tear Fund wants to bring a message about recovery. Together we can recover. A message of restoration. Together we can restore. And a message of rejoicing. Together we can help the global church bring those refugees and migrants to a place of rejoicing together again, just like we will be next week. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Do you have any highlights of what you're looking forward to for June 3rd and 4th? Oh, highlights for me. Well, I'm really excited because we went to Colombia and we we met some um, refugees from Venezuela that had traveled all the way over to Colombia and they're now living there. And we, we saw how the church had been helping them. And some of the people that I took with me, I will be on the tea tent stage which is um it's the tear from actually sorry tear from tea garden there is a tent there too um because of course the tents are the theme too <laughs> uh, but the tear from tea garden i'll be there at 3 30 with ellie Linebear, who is martin smith from delirious's daughter and we took her um she's an amazing musical artist um do check her out on her on her Spotify or Instagram, she's fantastic, and I'll be there talking to her about her experience of seeing how the church has been helping um, refugees and migrants coming across from Venezuela into Colombia, and I'll be there telling some stories about some of the people I met too. But I'm also looking forward to having a quintessential English tea. So um, if you want to come and have a discussion with me about what goes on your scone first, jam or cream, do come along and find out more about what Tear Fund's doing to help refugees and migrants and also discuss what is more important on your scone, jam or cream, which goes first. Oh my goodness, I'm a, I'm a, cream, I'm a, I'm a cream jam, but I love it all. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I will see you there, Ruth. Uh, is there, let's go with the details. How can this, is it too late to get tickets? Can, can people that are like, oh, wait, wait, I want to go to this. How can they find tickets? And is it too late? We are almost sold out, but there are some tickets left. You can go to bigchurchdayout.com. That's bigchurchdayout.com to get your ticket. There are a few left. Don't be the one that's got to the point where you're like, I really wanted to go and I didn't manage to get my ticket. So go to the website today. Make sure you get your ticket. Come on down. You can either come for the day or you can come for the whole uh, the whole two days. And it's an amazing opportunity as well to come together over the Jubilee weekend while we've got this amazing opportunity for to be together over the bank holiday to really just come and enjoy being together um, with thousands of other Christians. I think in churches around the UK, we can often forget there are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of Christians around the UK. And to come together, that moment of corporate worship. Oh, and the other thing I'm really looking forward to, Helena, is a moment of um, 
prayer for the Ukraine. At, this, at the moment, it's so important that we pray for an end to that conflict. Amen. We've got um, Tear Fund's representative that's in Kiev at the moment. He's called Fyodor. And there's going to be um, an interview with him, with Sim Dandy, who's one of the hosts, where we all come together, all 35, 40,000 of us, where we really just give Ukraine to God. And we give the other refugees in other situations around the world, like Syria, Afghanistan, Pakistan, South Sudan, Colombia, all of the refugees and migrants around the world, where we just really just pray into that for God's blessing and healing for the church to be there to serve them. That's going to be so powerful, Ruth, so powerful and such a good experience and a needed experience as we're all being brought out of our homes is there anywhere, uh, can you give us uh, a little bit of information about, is it COVID? We know, we know we, we are needing to learning to live with COVID, but is there, are there safe, are we going to, do you have to wear masks outside? Are there any ways that you guys are, that the Big Church Day Out is going to be a safe place for uh, COVID? Um, well, it's all outside that, on the main part. So, um yeah, there's, um, there'll definitely be uh, uh, things put in place to make sure that that people are, are kept safe, you know, hand washing stations and so on and so forth. But I think that the, 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 the season that we've lived through COVID now, and we're coming through the other side of it here, and I think it, the amazing thing is, is that we can be together again. And we can do it in a safe way. And I think that's the message that Tearfund's really wanting to share, that for so many across the world, actually, you know, they are still living with COVID. When I was in Colombia um, earlier this year with, with the guys, seeing what the church was doing out there, you know, you still have to wear masks everywhere. There's still, you know, a huge amount of social distancing, queuing outside supermarkets. And, you know, that's not where we are now. And so as we as we come together this weekend, it's just remembering for so many around the world, they are still living that life. And that's why we want to bring recovery together, restoration together and rejoicing together as we rejoice together safely. Hallelujah. All right, listeners, check it out. Bigchurchdayout.com. If you want to learn more about Tear Fund and perhaps letting your church partner with them, the website for that is www.tearfund.org. Ruth, could we finish our little program with a prayer? Absolutely. Thanks, Elena. <laughs> do you want to lead? How do you want to do this? I'd love to. Oh, yeah, you go for it. Father God, I just thank you for all the listeners. Father God, I pray a blessing and protection into their lives today as we go into this weekend and into next week. Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to spend time with Helena today. And Father, we just ask for a blessing and protection over all the lives of all the refugees around the world today, Father, that you will lift up your church to be there to serve, serve them and look after them and be the welcoming face of the communities that they arrive into. And Father, we do pray for an end to this conflict in Ukraine, Father God. We just pray for your spirit to be in amongst those making decisions that this will come to an end and that you will you will just be in this situation, Father God. And we just we bring this before you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Ruth. And God bless all those attending Big Church Day Out and all those getting ready to get their tickets. <laughs> Thanks, Elena. I'll see you there. See you there.